Somebody Cares is not just an organization, it's a network. It is working together. So all the churches in the city of Houston that were working as part of this network started adopting a gang for prayer. And they would pray specifically for the salvation of those gang members. They saw some real drop in gang activity in the city. This is Charisma Connection. I'm Chris Johnson. My guest today is Jody Kiracosta. She's vice president of Somebody Cares, and I love the name of that organization. It's based in Houston, has a very interesting beginning, and one that people will read about in the Somebody Cares uh, ebook that uh, they're offering some chapters of free of charge. We'll tell you more about that later. But first, let me welcome Jody Kiracosta. Hello, Jody. Welcome to Charisma Connection. Hi, Chris. I'm so glad to be with you today. Well, it's great to have you. And we're going to talk about your organization and some of the foundation stones, as you put it, or four aspects of your organization. And it's really wide-ranging what you all do at Somebody Cares. You have things like prayer initiatives. You have leadership efforts. You have uh, a compassion coalition and work with a network of ministries And you also do disaster relief. So that is a wide range of uh, things that you do, wouldn't you say, Jody? It is, you know, but they all are are, um, woven together through relationships. One of uh, our founder, Doug Stringer's uh, quotes and really beliefs is that relationships define our destiny. And so really everything we do is through relationships. And isn't that what we're called to as Christians, to be relating to one another, even across racial, denominational, generational lines? We all come to the foot of the cross of Christ together. Amen. And that really ties into the organization's name, Somebody Cares. How did that come about that you named the organization that? Well, in the early days, um, Doug Stringer has an organization called Turning Point Ministries International. He was on the streets of Houston, um, going in in the Montrose area of Houston. If you live in Houston, you know that area back in the 80s, and um, just ministering to the kids on the street, the prostitutes, the pimps, and he would pass out a little business card that said, somebody cares, uh, you know, we'll pray for you. 24 hours a day, and it had a phone number on it. And um, it was just to let them know, if you ever need anything, you can call us and we'll be there for you. And that's that was kind of the birth of Somebody Cares. It was that little business card that says Somebody Cares 24 hours a day. It's just such a simple way to start an organization, but it certainly was uh, Holy Spirit-led, I think. Yeah, it really was. It really touched people's hearts when they were in the depths of despair. Mm. Well, another thing that you do to encourage people is you have these prayer initiatives that are local, national, or international. One of the ones is called Adopt-A-Gang. Now, I've never heard of an initiative like this one. Could you talk to us about that? Yes. um, Houston, uh, this was probably back in the 90s, had a lot of gangs throughout the city, and Somebody Cares, uh, once again, the founder, Doug Stringer, had some relationships with the police department, and they started talking about the problem of gangs. And so we 
got a list of all the gang names and um, with our network of churches in the city, because somebody cares is not just an organization, it's a network. It is, it is a, you know, working together. So all the churches in the city of Houston that were working as part of this network started adopting a gang for prayer. And they took the name of the gang, they, you know, would know kind of the area of town they were operating in, and, and they would pray specifically for the salvation of those gang members. And um, they saw some real drop in gang activity in the city and uh, had a real impact in that way. Well, that's pretty amazing. What other kind of prayer initiatives do you do? Uh, well, and another thing that they did in the early days, and this was interesting, um, there was that compact center in Houston mm-hmm. that had a lot of um, concerts and events and, uh, you know, the big death metal rock concerts. And a group of, from Somebody Cares, volunteers would go down there when these concerts were going on and they would march around the compact center praying and calling on the Lord to make that center a, a claiming it for use for the kingdom of God. And today that center is Lakewood Church. Absolutely, so, with Joel Osteen as the pastor. Right, right. So it was really laid on a foundation of prayer. Um, on a national level, we are involved in helping to facilitate a lot of large prayer gatherings, like the response prayer, prayer gatherings that have been held in multiple states at the invitation of governors of those states. Hmm. Of course, every year we're involved in National Day of Prayer, whether hosting uh, a uh, gathering in Houston or being involved in the gathering in Washington, D.C. Um, last year, we were involved in helping to advise on the one race um, prayer gathering that was in Atlanta. And uh, so, you know, we're often kind of in the background helping to either facilitate or advise or um, assist and support some of these large prayer gatherings as well as in our own communities rallying prayer about different events or things going on. Uh, For instance, Baltimore, of course, Baltimore has had kind of a rocky few years. um, And our Somebody Cares Baltimore chapter there right now actually is mobilizing prayer circles for the school system. And they're mobilizing prayer circles for different schools around the city to pray for those schools particularly and, you know, when possible to even pray on site in those schools where appropriate. So, uh, you know, prayer can be targeted, it can be specific, and it can really see results in a community. Excellent. Now, you also do something in regards to leadership development, which is very, very important as we look to the future. Mm-hmm. There is something called the Somebody Cares model that came about through Doug Stringer. Would you like to share about that, what that model is? Well, it really, the model of Somebody Cares is unity with a purpose. It is gathering together churches, organizations, businesses, um, working, you know, with even civil servants where they will want, you know, where they want to be a part to um, impact issues in a community. So it's unity in Christ with a purpose of transforming a city. Um and that really ties in with the uh, with the Compassion Coalition, of course, because a lot of the issues in our cities are related to, um, you know, compassion needs. 
helping the homeless or intervening in justice issues, um, you know, in rural areas, even helping with community gardens. And, you know, the list goes on and on. Um, and it all ties together. It's praying in a community together to see what the needs are and what God wants us to respond to. And then it's being unified across racial, denominational, and generational lines to come together to address those issues that God has pointed out, that, that you know, he knows what the key issues in your city are, in your community. And then tangibly addressing those issues. Um, Surfest is one example in some of our cities. Surfest is when organizations come together. In some areas, it's called CareFest. In another area, it might be called, um, you know, something else. Uh, but churches come together. They identify some um, needs in the community, whether it be helping seniors and elderly with, um, you know, fixing up their yard or doing maintenance in their home. Uh, it might be beautifying a school or a park that's in a troubled area that, you know, has had not had um, enough maintenance issues. It might be, you know, anything else that's identified by the city. Um, and then Christian just come and surf. And this is not just a one-day thing, is it? It's a whole week. Right, it can be, yeah. In some cities, it's a, a day where everybody gets out together and does it. In other, in other cities, it might be a week of projects. Yeah, it really depends on the community and how they do it. In Tampa, for instance, the Tampa Bay area, they have what they call CareFest, and they, have, um, they mobilize the city of Tampa, the city of Clearwater, the city of St. Petersburg, and maybe even a few others, and they have uh, a CareFest bowl, and they, they you know, kind of have a challenge. Who, who can rally the most volunteers to serve their city? And they have a care cup that passes from city to city, and it's, you know, they really challenge one another to love and good deeds, as the Scripture tells us to. So it's a little competition there. Yeah. <laughs> Gets the job done now. You've got thousands of volunteers who, who mobilize for that, either for a day or a week or what have you, for CareFest mm-hmm. or SurfFest. So that's exciting. And then you also have something called Days of Hope, which is uh, basically a block party, but it has a spiritual twist to it. Yes, Days of Hope. Um, our, our chapter in Baltimore has been doing this for a number of years. And they will work with the city and the the Baltimore Police Department, and um, they identify usually a a school facility where they can use the, the, um, you know, playground of the school. And they set up uh, a play area for children with bounce bounce houses and games. And then they invite all sorts of social service agencies to set up booths for the adults to come and, you know, be equipped with whatever they need to move into um, you know, a successful life, and they provide often hair, free haircuts. Someone comes and fixes bikes for the neighborhood children and maybe even gives out new, you know, gives out uh, refurbished bikes. Um, there's hot meals that are provided. There's music and, and um, you know, messages of, of encouragement, but there's also always a prayer tent so mm. people can come and get prayer and be ministered to on, on site as well. So it's uh, it's been a you know it's been a real important way to show communities that we care for them, we love them, and give them hope that there's you know that there's a better future. So from the spiritual to the social, you cover a lot of things in that days of hope. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's powerful. People get saved and plugged into churches, which is, you know, we want to see their lives improve, but most of all, we want we want to see them come to know the Lord. Right. That's where lasting change happens. That's the ultimate. And then, of course, they're involved in a church that can continue to help them socially as needed. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, stepping back a little bit into your leadership emphasis, you also emphasize uh, emerging leaders or next-gen mm-hmm. leaders. Could you tell us how you do that? Absolutely. Yeah. Doug Stringer has written a book called Leadership Awakening, so a lot of the principles are in that book. But even beyond that, we have a curriculum called Leadership Awakening. It's a DVD series. And we hold uh, Leadership Awakening gatherings where people can come together, leaders can come together from every sphere of society. We're not just talking pastors, but pastors, business leaders, people in civil service, um, ministry leaders, people in the entertainment media industry, anyone who's a Christian of influence can come and be equipped. You know, it's not it's not the traditional leadership skills, but it's the, the moral fiber needed the Christian, you know, the, the the character development needed to maintain a godly witness in our challenging day, and of course, many young leaders in particular uh, may not have a godly father figure in their life, um, or they may not have a an older mentor who's walking before the Lord, who's willing to pour into their lives and talk with them about the issues that they're facing, keep them on the right track. Um, and so that's what these leadership awakening gatherings do, as well as some one-on-one mentoring that we're able to provide to, you know, some, some, uh, some of these young leaders. Um, you know, and isn't it most so important today? I mean, we we see a couple of high-profile young influencers who are really struggling with their faith in a public way. You know, Joshua Harris, you know, has basically said. You know, I'm done with Christianity. Um, the Hillsong leader, uh, yes, you know, Marty Sampson, struggling, struggling. Yeah, he's struggling with his faith as well. And uh, we need godly, mature leaders to step up and say to these younger leaders who are, you know, coming in, it's, you know, I've walked this path before. <laughs> I've struggled with some of these issues, and I'll help you walk through it too, in a godly way, pointing them to Christ and encouraging them to ha- have their foundation rooted in Scripture. Yes, very, very important. And I want to touch on one more aspect or foundation stone of Somebody Cares, and that's a very important one, disaster relief. Could you tell us what you do and how you work with churches to meet the needs at a difficult time? Yes, yes, disaster relief. Boy, we have more and more disasters uh, occurring in our nation and around the country uh, and around the world. Um, And you know, we are a relatively small organization compared to some of these other disaster relief organizations, but we have a huge network, and we collaborate together to provide what our local partner needs. When a disaster happens, we send in um, some representatives to find local churches in that area that want to reach out to their community, and we, we try to go to some of the areas that um, – are often overlooked because the media is not there, um, you know. Uh, so we will come alongside local churches and we ask them what their community needs. And then we try to mobilize those resources into the community, whether it's cleaning supplies or non-perishable food items, diapers. Uh, we also um, 
have some organizations in our network that will come and start cooking hot meals, provide hot meals for as long as necessary. Um, we have volunteers that will mobilize to come and help clean out homes after floods or help sort through debris after, you know, tornadoes so that homeowners can identify what they want to keep, those precious, you know, mementos that mean so much that they don't want to lose. Um, and then in the long term, when we have the resources, we also help with recovery and rebuilding where we can. Um, and, you know, every different phase of disaster relief and recovery and rebuilding takes a different focus. Um, you know, some sometimes people want to rush right into a disaster, and there's a need for that. But a year and two after disaster, in many communities, there's still a need. We are still doing rebuilding work after Hurricane Harvey, which was over two years ago in, in Houston and in the Gulf Coast of Texas. Some homes have not even had basic repairs done yet hmm. in some of the lower income rural areas. So we're still working we're still working on that. And and you know, some people are just now moving back into homes, but it's taken everything they had to get to a place where their home's livable again and we are helping to provide them with some basic appliances so they can cook in their kitchen. You know? mm -hmm. So, you know, the needs are immediate and they're long-term in a disaster. That's, that's important for people to understand. And we come together as a coalition of churches and ministry partners, and we, uh, we work with a church or organization in the community where the disaster happened to meet the needs that they identify. We don't want to decide what they need without being there. <laughs> they know what their community needs, and we respond to, to what they are saying. Absolutely, and I know you're speaking truth because I live in Florida, so <laughs> mm -hmm. we have the hurricanes here. So now, Jody, if anyone wants to learn more about Somebody Cares, I know they can go to somebodycares.org, and you also have some key chapters that you're offering from a special ebook, Somebody Cares, A Guide to Living Out Your Faith. What is that about? Well, it really talks about the DNA of Somebody Cares, how relationships um, do define our, our destiny and how working together for, um, you know, getting past the, the, nat the, the, the natural human um, resistance that we have to, to going out, reaching out of our comfort zones and helping other people and partnering with people that we may not know and they may not look like us. Um, so Somebody Cares, the book, uh, we're, we're providing some key chapters for a free download. Um, you can go to somebodycares.org backslash book and, uh, and get those, those chapters and um, just kind of see a little bit more about the DNA of Somebody Cares and how you can get involved right in your own community or you can reach out right in your own community and make an impact, um, you know, according to what God's leading you to do. Oh, that's great. As we close, Jody, would you mind praying for our listeners as they look for their own ways of serving? Yeah, I would love to. Father, we just thank you, Lord, that you have good works for each of us to do, Lord, before we were even born. You know what those were going to be. And Lord, I ask you to reveal the good works you have for each of us. Lord, reveal them to every listener. Father, as they open their heart to you, reveal what your plan and purpose is for their life. Lord, that brings them joy. Father, it's not a, it's not a, uh, a burden to serve you, Lord. It's a joy because you created us. You created us in your image and you delight in serving. 
So, Lord, give us delight in serving others. Help us to find the joy in that, the fulfillment in that, the purpose in that. And, Lord, I ask that you would give each of our listeners, Lord, divine connections with others that you're calling to work alongside. Lord, it's not good for us to walk alone. So, Lord, we ask that you would even can make divine connections uh, for your glory, Lord, and for your goodness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And you certainly show us how the networking is done at Somebody Curves. That's excellent. Thanks for being with us today, Jody. Thank you. It's my pleasure. And we've been speaking with Jody Kiracosta, Vice President of Somebody Cares. Please be sure to check out that organization, somebodycares.org, and get the book at somebodycares.org backslash book. I'm Chris Johnson. Thanks for joining us for this episode on Charisma Connection. And be sure to check out Doug Stringer's podcast, A Word in Season, on cpnshows.com. Doug presents powerful stories and practical teaching on his podcast, A Word in Season, at cpnshows.com. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.